Hello, good people. Welcome back to another episode of Becoming Established with your host, that is me, myself, and I, Chris. And today we have a we have a special guest. I'm excited. I got my little sister with me. We're on our way to a wedding, so what a better time to record a podcast besides when you in the car driving? Because that's what I did the last time was driving and did a podcast. So. I gotta find more time to do these at home instead of all the time when I'm driving, but it is what it is, but I'm excited because I got the little one, what I call her, sitting here with me, challenging her to get on a podcast with me, and she agreed. Say hi to the people. Hi, people. <laughs> so, today's uh, today's episode is continuing from where I left off on the last one, uh, speaking about making sure you have the proper perspective and how you see yourself see people how you view life through the lens of your eyes and your heart and your mind because truthfully your perspective isn't something that's just something that you know is seen through your eyes it's like so pretty much i wanted to cover how you end up with the wrong perception how you make sure you have the right perception things that you can do to in uh to improve your perception so that way you're not going about life seeing things the way that you're not supposed to or seeing things that uh, could then end up being detrimental to you because your perception doesn't always uh, just affect you. It's like the way you see others uh, results in the way that you talk to them, the way that you treat them, and then the way that you see yourself then goes into how you treat yourself, the things that you allow into your life, the things that you end up uh, going through in order to try to better yourself and then feeding voids and then it's it's the whole lot so we got a little bit to cover but we're gonna try to do it all in a timely manner so that way by the time we get to this wedding we can be done but we still got about a good 40 minutes to go on a drive so i'm pretty sure we'll be able to cover it all so first off what is a what's your what is a perspective or what is your perception it's pretty much how you view your life or how you view others or how you view things through the lens of your heart, your mind, or your soul. Because pretty much what ends up happening or how our perception or uh, perspective is always, uh, how it's always formed is through the things that life ends up throwing at us. It's like if you end up and if you grow up in a positive household, you know, around love, uh, caring family and all that other whatnots, so then you pretty much, you know, you'll have a perception to love people. You have a perception to care for people. You have a perception to, you know, always try to put others in front of yourself because, you know, you're used to sharing and caring and, uh, you know, loving on others or receiving love. But then, you know, that's not always the case for some people or you'll end up in, um, you know, a, an abusive household or a household where you know your father might have been real quiet and your mother didn't know how to show love so she was yelling at you a lot and then so then from there it's like you then end up building a perception and a perspective to see things through what it is that you've always experienced so the best way to describe how your perception and perspective is always formed is based on what it is that you end up seeing and how it is that you deal with things because even if you do end up, you know, in a situation to where everything that you end up um, experiencing is negative, it's like you still have the opportunity to still change that narrative so that way you don't end up uh, seeing and viewing things through the same narrative that you end up being introduced to. But at the same time, it takes a whole lot of work to end up making sure that you end up um, 
that you end up being able to see things the proper way. But overall, the baseline to making sure you have a proper perspective on things is the word of God, because, you know, God created us. So since God created us, he's he has given us a, um, a Jesus like perception or the goal is to have a Jesus like perception. So that way we can see people the way that Jesus sees people. We can think, think of ourselves the way that Jesus thinks about us. We could. Um, treat others the way that you know jesus would treat somebody love uh, love people you know it's like overall it's like you know the model and the image of jesus is how it is that we're supposed to be treating other people because one thing that popped up in my mind is that scripture where uh where it says that you know if somebody was to slap you on one cheek to off from the other cheek and i know <laughs> me personally it's like you know that's not something that it's it's easy to do it's like you know We've always been like, well, shoot, that's one scripture we're going to disobey because if somebody smacks me, it's going to be, you know, all type of war going on. And then, you know, hands are going to be thrown. But that's not always it's not always looked in the aspect of actually somebody slapping you because um, I mean, if somebody cuts you off in traffic, that's them slapping you. If somebody ends up taking the last loaf of bread at the uh, at the grocery store, and you feel some type of way that somebody slapping you. It's like if, you know, somebody ends up pushing you or something doing, you know, walking past you and just shoulder uh, shoulder checking you and stuff like that. That's somebody slapping you. It's like it wasn't a actual um, it wasn't like an actual act of somebody slapping you. But yes, in some cases that happens. But <laughs> in other cases, it was more of a metaphor as far as in, you know, how it is that we are treated in life because once uh, something ends up happening to us that would be a quote-unquote slap it's like do you retaliate in your own words do you retaliate in your own actions do you sit there and do something in order to turn around and try to be the uh, be the vindictive one to make sure you get the last word or based on whatever it is that you encountered are you able to you know, let that go or to let that uh, forgive that person for what it is that they've done to you. In other words, you end up giving them the other cheek, which takes a whole lot of practice, a whole lot of work and a whole lot of strength to be able to, you know, be able to turn the other cheek or to give, you know, to pretty much be the one that humbles yourself in that situation. Because one thing I've learned is we always are quick to try to uh, handle things in our own strength or in our own power in other words if somebody does something to you you want to be the one that makes sure that they feel your that they feel you feel how you feel so you gonna get them back but that's where turning the other cheek comes from because it's not on us to handle but put things in our own hands and to try to handle our own situations because overall uh as long as you do what you're supposed to do that frees you from any type of uh any, from anything that could happen because of the way that you reacted to other people it's like by you doing what you're supposed to be doing that puts uh, the ball in their court as far as in uh, as far as in God then being like, all right, you know, because you did the right thing, then you're off the hook. So now I'm going to personally go and deal with that person for doing what they did to you. So it's just like, you know, you got to overall look at look at it in a broader perspective. Like, you know what? God's going to handle this. God's going he's going to fight this battle. It's going to take everything in me to not retaliate, not do anything. But <laughs> at the same time. It's like you have to know that God will be the one that ends up taking care of things in his own time because sometimes we get upset that things don't happen as quickly, quickly as we want to. After somebody does something to us, we turn to see that they're just flourishing, prospering, and having all type of a good dandy time frolicking in flowers and everything. And then, you know, we're sitting there like, God, well, you know, they did this to me. They did this to me. 
okay, but, you know, allow God to be God and, you know, to vindicate you or, you know, vindicate that action in his own proper timing. So, in other words, that points to the first directive is what goes on inside of you whenever something whenever something negative ends up happening. It's like the first part of fixing your perspective, the first part to end up analyzing your perspective and your perception is what what all lies in your heart. So as if, if you're dealing with unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment, you got some anger issues, rage, or, you know, you pretty much got a whole lot going on in your heart, a whole lot of broken parts, a whole lot of broken pieces, a whole lot of unhealed places, then from that is, that's going to be the pretty much baseline on how it is that you end up viewing others. So just because you might have, you know, had a, let's say, a high school sweetheart, you know, your first boyfriend, first girlfriend, the person that you first opened up your heart to. And then because they, you know, you know, we're young in high school. So, you know, we don't know how to treat how to treat people fully and wholly. So, you know, because of that, we then end up getting to the point to where, you know, they was using you because, you know, you're just cute. And then, uh, well, you know, you found out that you was just a list of a list of somebody to have sex with on, you know, between him and his buddies. But I ended up sleeping with such and such. I'm going to mark her off the list and move on to the next one. Or, you know, they ended up cheating on you. And because that was a vulnerable moment for you because you was in high school and, you know, young and everything. Then from there, your whole entire perception and perspective on relationships has now changed. So then the next person that you end up coming up to or being introduced to, then you then end up taking all the pain and frustration and everything that you end up going through from that prior person and then uh, casting it all up on that the next person. So it's just like, you know, whenever something happens that ends up, uh, that could end up deterring your perspective on people, it's like you have to make sure that you always take the time to take time to yourself. It's like because... I know for me, it's like, you know, I was pretty much running around going from person to person and all I was doing was feeding in well, without even realizing I was feeding into the narrative of, uh, of my perception on people. It's like, because I was, you know, allowing myself to watch, you know, certain things or because, or yeah, like certain movies, I was watching certain movies that, you know, the dudes are, they say, well, I'm not, I'll put it this way. I was listening to rap music. So from listening to rap music, you know, it's saying that, you know, all all women are this and you treat a woman like this and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh, yeah. All right, let's go. So then next thing I know, without even realizing it, you know, I thought it was just something that I was listening to, not even recognizing or realizing that what I was listening to started changing my perception on women. So then from there, I started treating women like they was talking about in uh, music videos and stuff like that. So it's just like, you know, anything that comes through your eyes or comes through your ears, um, are the main things that end up uh what's the word influencing i don't know why my mind went blank they end up influencing um your perception so it's just like you know you have to make sure that overall that's why i said again the baseline is jesus <laughs> and his life on you know how he treated people because the world will definitely have you looking at people treating people and looking at yourself in a world in a whole different in a whole view pretty much that is detrimental to who it is that God is trying to create you to be it's like because from the day that we're born we start a journey to where God is trying to get us or trying to introduce us to the person that he has created us to be but 
Uh, it's going to be hard to reach that point if you don't see yourself first the way that God wants you to see yourself. Because if you don't see yourself the way that you're supposed to see yourself, then how in the world are you going to be able to treat other people the way that you're supposed to treat other people? Because majority of the time, anytime that you're dealing with something personal, personally or emotionally uh, in yourself, it always gonna, it's always going to come out um, in an action towards somebody else. It's like, so even if, you know, you grew up in a loving, loving household or um, a loving, caring neighborhood and, you know, everybody was friendly, you didn't, you know, nobody was lying to you, nobody was cheating on you, nobody was, you know, treating you like garbage. It's like you end up, you know, because of even regardless of having all that around you, it's like if you still end up for whatever reason seeing yourself as, you know, well, you know, I might have had all this, but yet, you know, I, there's still so much more that I want. But there's this that, you know, there's this that I wanted that I wasn't able to get. It's like, you know, even your failures or mishaps or the things that you've uh, you didn't end up getting in life. It's like, you know, that then ends up creating a perspective because, you know, you might have failed and failed in a, at one test in school. The next thing you know, oh, oh, well, I'm nothing but a failure and this, this and that. It's like, no, that's not the case. It's like, don't allow moments or temporary moments or one small uh, circumstance or situation to end up fully getting you off the uh, getting your mind to the point to where getting to your mind and getting in your heart to the point to where it fully uh, changes how you view yourself it's like because moments are moments and how we handle each and every moment is detrimental to how it is that we're going to continue moving uh, moving about life so it's just like even if you do have one little mishap where you know you and your girl got into some fighting out of anger you accidentally put your hands on her or same as same for the women it's like you know if you got in some you know some situation you got mad and end up you know smacking on your boyfriend and stuff it's like you know that was just a moment it's like you know don't sit there and allow you know your anger in that situation to be like you know what i did it this is this is me this is what i do and you know this is how i am it's like because we have a i'm saying we because human beings we have a we have a hard time allowing one moment to define who it is that we are so it's like because we end up having one mess up we are quick to put a label on it oh well because because i messed up or i wasn't able to get you know get uh get approved for a house or get approved for a car oh well i can't have nothing in life and this is this is bull you know i'm never going to get anything so then because you end up putting those type of labels on yourself those labels end up sticking to the point to where not only is it that is it that, that how you see yourself, you then end up blocking yourself from any type from anything that could be uh, the opposite. So it's like if somebody came to you and was like, hey, look, you know, you can get this and you can get this. No, you know, I'm afraid to try for it because, you know, I failed or I, I wasn't able to make the basketball team or I wasn't able to do this and I wasn't able to do this. So because you're so you're still stuck in a place of what happened in that moment, you then are now you know, allowing that one moment to define your whole entire life. So it's just like, in order to get a better uh, perspective on all of it, let's go to the way that Jesus lived. Because it's like, you can't, you're not going to be able to get a full understanding on who it is that you are or how it is that you're supposed to see yourself and see others unless we go to the man that we're supposed to model our life after. So it's like, whenever you look at you know how God or how Jesus walked around on earth and how it is that he treated people he he did so in the same manner all across the board he used love he used peace he used patience he used 
kindness, gentleness. He used um, grace, mercy, love. I always say love, but you know, you know what I'm saying. But like majority of it is all the baseline of of it all is love. So it's just like besides love, oh, I'm supposed to turn right there. So besides love, um, love, peace, grace, mercy, you know, all of all of which on how he treated other people. That's how we could first see ourselves. It's like when we're when we are when we're able to see that God loves us, that He gives us grace, He gives us mercy, He gives us patience. He uh, He creates in us a, a new heart, a new mind for us to have the perception that we need to in order to you know have grace for ourselves. Because before we have grace for others, we need to have grace for ourselves. It's like the grace for yourself that goes to those. It goes and speaks to those moments that you know if we mess up. You know what? This was just a moment. I slipped up. I messed up. I'm going to get up and keep on going in a positive light instead of allowing that moment, like I said, to end up fully getting you to the point where you just all woe is me and then go in a whole entire spiral into uh, spiral downwards. And then next thing you know, you're stuck in depression. You're stuck in anxiety. You're stuck in a, you know, in a place that ends up blocking you in a place that ends up blocking you into a certain perspective and perception of not only yourself, but how other people are treating you. Because then when somebody does come and start showing you the same things that uh, God is trying to show you, the love, the the, the mercy, the grace, uh, patience, the kindness, and, you know, everything else, because of that, uh, because of the place that you're in and because of your self-perception, you are then now met with the, uh, you're met with an opportunity to change your perspective on yourself. But because we're, we, because we're so quick to lock ourselves in a certain mindset and thinking the end all be all, then it's hard for us to end up getting out of that. So then whenever somebody does come and try to give you love, patience, peace, and all the uh, great things about life, it's like we are quick to block it off. So I'm put that as number one, make sure <laughs> you don't, you're not so quick to push away any type of positivity in your life because all positivity does is allow you to see and see yourself and see others the way that you're supposed to it's like so make so number one accept positivity accept love accept grace accept mercy accept forgiveness and then on top of that forgive others because that's another uh, major key to it is if you don't forgive other people or forgive yourself first for mistakes you might have done or the things the way that you might have hurt people and the way that you treated people, then you're not going to be able to forgive other people for what it is that they've done to you. So then that leads to pretty much your overall perspective in your mind. It's just like, you know, when met with the opportunity to change, uh, change your mindset or to change how you feel about people, it's like what ends up happening in your mind? It's like, do you, is your mind quick to tell you, oh, no, well, they're lying to you. Oh, no, they're, they're going to cheat on you. Oh, no, they're this. Oh, no, they're this. Or they're this and they're that. Because what I've learned in life, good people, <laughs> is your mind is, will be the, the biggest hindrance that you have in everything. It's like because your mind ends up talking to you about yourself. Your mind ends up talking to you about people. Your mind in, ends up creating false imaginations and things that end up um, popping up that aren't even real. So then because you've done spent so much time dwelling in it, next thing you know, you're trying to figure out or you're trying to, you know, you end up pushing off a narrative on people off of an imagination that didn't even exist. It's like you, because, you know, I've used to be somebody that used to be stuck in my head all the time. So next thing you know, I noticed from being stuck in my head that 
I was then starting to believe the things that I, my mind was making up on its own. So then next thing you know, <laughs> when somebody comes and starts trying to, you know, speak positivity in my life and tell me that, you know, hey, look, you know, you're great. You're a leader. You're this you're that. And I'm like, no, I'm trash, bro. I'm, I'm like whole trash, like <laughs> all because I done created a narrative in my head that, you know, this is what it, this is who I am. So because this is who I am, I'm not going to be able to you know, get to the point to where, you know, or believe anything that somebody says that is words of affirmation or that God is sitting there trying to take me from this place to this place. Cause then I'm looking at it as in all, oh, well, no, because, you know, because I'm such trash, God's not going to want to use me, which is a lie because majority of everybody, well, I ain't gonna say majority, everybody in the Bible sucked at one point in time, either they were murderers, uh, liars, cheaters, um, manipulators, uh, you know, some of them persecuted Christians, uh, you know, it all the way across the board <laughs> from A to Z, whatever you can think of, there's somebody in the Bible that did it. So, you know, the whole narrative of all, oh, no, God can't ever use me because I've done this and I've done this. It's like that pretty much those God or Jesus coming, uh, and dying on the cross out the window. It's like for him to die on the cross, that pretty much clean the slate for us no matter what it is that we do in life even if you know if this ends up getting to somebody that was a murderer <laughs> it's like even if you murdered somebody you know even if you you know did stuff to family members or whatever the case might have been no matter how detrimental and and what seems what society would deem as the worst of the worst that doesn't uh that doesn't negate the fact that god can still use you so it's like you know that's the number. That's, yeah, I think that'd be like the number, the the number one on the list. It's like you know the number one thing on the list as far as in uh, a perspective killer because of the things that we've done, we can never be used by God because of you know how I used to treat people, talk to people, how I used to do this and do that and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's not the case, not the case because I know you know from looking at stuff and things I've done and to see that you know how. <laughs> what it is that I've and what I've done and how he still, you know, was knocking on my door and knocking on the door of my heart and trying to get my uh, attention and try to still use me. It's it's mind blowing that, you know, God still chooses to use us regardless of. So, you know, don't allow that. Don't allow what all you have done to change that that number one that's cause yeah, I'm gonna put that as number one. That number one um view on yourself. Because if God can still use you, that means that he He wants to use you because he still loves you. He forgives you. He's got grace for you. He's got mercy for you. He's got patience for you. It's like because, you know, as many times as I was running around doing everything that I wanted to do, it's like God was still patient enough to not throw me away and be like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to end your life here because you ain't listening. No, he just he, he kept going. He was persistent. He kept pursuing. And pretty much after a while, you know, after seeing how much he was pursuing me, I noticed or I noticed that his love for me is 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 unrelentless. So because of that, you know, that started it helped me to start changing my perspective on myself. It's like, well, you know, if God loves me this much, you know, if he can if he if he views me in such a light, regardless of my actions, if he sees me regardless of what I've done, then why am I sitting here beating myself up so much off the off the things that I've done because if he's given if he's forgave me for all my sins or forgave me for everything that I've done in my life then why can't I forgive myself because once you forgive yourself it opens up the doorway for you to begin uh, 
for you to begin seeing yourself in a different light. It's like because once you first uh, start loving yourself and having grace for yourself and mercy on yourself, then from that point, it then starts exuding out to everybody else. You'll then begin to show love to other people. You'll then begin to, you know, give everybody else the same grace and same mercy and uh, things that you now know for yourself. It's like, so, yeah, let's, what we going to put it, we going to, put a pin on that one it's like you know make sure that in order or in order for your perspective and your perception to overall change you'll have to first do the homework on making sure that you see yourself the way that you're supposed to see yourself because you seeing yourself the way that you're supposed to see yourself will then allow you and your perception and perspective on other people to then end up changing to the point to you'll uh change it to the point to being of being where it's supposed to be a perception of positivity of of goodness, of kindness, of love, of grace, of uh, mercy, of patience, of gentleness, uh, one of friendship, one of family, one of love, because, you know, one of the major, one of the main things that ended up helping me is when I got the realization of no matter what, uh, no matter what, even if it's the worst of the worst, you know, they're still God's child too. So who am I to, you know, to go around and try to treat people any other way than who it is that they are, which is God's child. So it's just like, you know, I don't, then on top of that, I don't want to be, the, I don't want to have to answer for, you know, on judgment day to be like, God, like, well, why, why'd you treat my children this way? Why'd you treat, you know, because everybody is God's child, but at the same time, everybody is God's friend. It's like, that's the relationship that he wants us to get to is, you know, that, that, closeness of a friend, the closeness of a father. It's like, you know, if you need a if you need a mother, you need a friend, you need whatever it is that you need, he can be that. So it's just like, you know, why would you treat my children? Why would you treat treat my friend in the in the way that you ended up treating them? You know? So, hey man. <laughs> so overall you need to like you need to first work on yourself. And by working on yourself and looking and seeing things the way that you're supposed to see things in yourself then you'll be able to uh, be able to start treating other people the way that you want to. Are you ready? Okay. I'm going to turn it over to my sister. You just hold it. I'm going to just hold it for you. No, I said <laughs> hold it. So you talk, girl. It's your turn. <laughs> um... First of all, everything that you were saying, it was just like a crazy time of reflection in my own mind, thinking about all the times when I, my perception of things was altered because of the way I felt about things or the way I felt about myself or the way I even felt about God. Um, I realized that once I take a step back from everything that I'm feeling, that I'm able to make the decisions I need to better myself or to make the situation better and not worse because there's been times when I have been angry and upset with people and I've let that anger eat away at me and in turn it will make me eat up people just because I'm angry with with things that happened four or five six years ago and that's my own fault because I don't have to carry those things at the end of the day I don't have to rely on my feelings when I have God um, something that I've been doing recently is I've been giving God everything I have. If I feel a certain way on this day, 
I don't wait the whole day to pray to him. I'll give it to him when I start feeling like that. God, I don't want to feel this way anymore. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to I don't want to treat people the way that I felt before. I want you to take these emotions and I want you to do what you got to do with them. And then I leave it at that and I go about my day and I don't even think about my feelings anymore because I gave to him. I don't have a reason to hold on to it if I gave it to him. And in return, I treat people with love. I treat people with, you know, all the good things. And before, I did not used to do that. I used to be mean. I used to be nasty. I used to be everything because I held on to so much anger and hurt and frustration from the people that have hurt me. And that's not okay. That's not okay at all. And with being, you know, your little sister, (laughs) I have definitely come into an agreement with letting people love on me and not being afraid to let them do that. When before it was hard. It was hard to to see that people actually cared about me and loved me based on what I've been through. But again, making the decision to step back from feelings and look at the facts. God loves me. God wants me to be happy. God wants me to be around people who feel about me the way he feels about me. And the more that I just reject it and be like, nah, they just they just tripping right now. Nah, they just going, you know play with my emotions later when I make the the decision to accept that I'm more happy I'm more around I'm more open and y'all six months ago I would not get on this podcast and you know what (laughs) I really was telling God I was like Lord I really don't want to do this it's scary it's this it's that and he was like girl get on there and talk because what are you so afraid for and I was like you right here's my feelings here's all my reservations about doing this I'm gonna do what you told me to do because I mean where would I be if I gave him my emotions and he just threw them out the window or gave them back to me like you figure it out ah no 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 so yeah (laughs) yeah so I'm at a place where I'm just like okay God I'm gonna give you what I got and you're gonna tell me what to do so I don't have to ever feel that way anymore and my perspective on life has definitely changed because doing that and I just oof God is good if God is good say amen amen I hear y'all I hear y'all praise God <laughs> what is it hang it what did what what'd you just say um what is it you just said something that what was it something about you know if by giving it to God and oh. Was it by giving it to God, then you'll end up, you know, by giving it to God and him not throwing it back at you. And then from there, he then ends up uh, pretty much changing the narrative on how it is that you feel. Because ultimately, anytime that you end up giving something to God, he always gives you something to something to replace it. It's like you don't end up just giving things to God just for the happenstance and just because he told you to. But, you know, the scripture pops to my uh, comes to mind where it says, you know, cast your cares upon me. you know, and then take on, uh, what is it? Cash your cares upon me, or uh, in other words, give me your burdens, give me whatever it is that's holding you down, give me whatever it is that's trying to weigh you down in life, the mental things, the heart things, the uh, issues of your soul. And uh, when it says that, you know, he'll put, he put his, his yoke on you, with, or his, in other words, he'll put his burden on you, which is light, that's pretty much how it ends up, what that ends up uh, referencing to is 
if you are angry, if you are resentment, if you are harboring bitterness, unresent, uh, un, you know, uh, dang, bitterness or anything in your heart or in your mind or in your soul, uh, pretty much by you giving it to him, he then gives you something to replace that feeling with. So it's like for everything that you give him, he'll give you something to replace it. So if you're dealing with, you know, if it's hard for you to forgive people and then you're like, God, you know, I can't, it's hard for me to forgive people. I can't let them, you know, I can't let it go. I can't forget what they did to me and all this other stuff. Then he'll end up, you know, by you saying, you know what, or like in her situation, all right, look, God, I don't want to feel like this no more. This isn't right, you know, because this is poisoning to me and how I'm treating other people and poisoning to myself because... I'm not accepting, you know, the things that got, uh, accepting love, uh, genu like accepting genuine love and the fact that people care about me, then what he'll end up doing is, you know, by you giving him that, you know, your heart of your heart, pretty much of unforgiveness, he gives you a heart of forgiveness. And then by you giving him, you know, your bitterness, he ends up giving you peace by you giving him, uh, your anger. He gives you patience and, uh, patience and kindness. It's like, you know, for everything that you end up praying to him about and giving to him he'll then end up giving you the complete opposite but it's like god's not fair but i'm gonna put that in a positive light it's like because for every one thing or like you know the small thing that you end up giving him he ends up giving you so much more back in return so it's like you know if you needed you know god you know god it's hard for me to love people because of this that and the third then not only is he going to give you the love he's going to also give you love peace comfort you know, sustainability in your, uh, in your emotions and in your mind. It's just like, you know, so that's what I meant by, you know, God's not fair because, you know, worldly wise, you know, if we do, you know, if I give you $5, I'll be expecting that $5 back. Or if I give you a hug, you know, I'm expecting a hug in return. But if you go and ask God for a hug, he's going to give you a hug. Then he's going to pick you up and carry you. And then at the same time that you're in his arms, you're going to feel the comfort that you need. You're going to feel the, uh, overall uh, solidity and that the fact that he loves you it's like you know you'll get so much more off of the fact that you give god just that little bit that you uh that you're trying to hold on to so it's just like you know it's very much possible to change your perspective on yourself and to change how it is that you see other people you just you just have to take the you have to take the what's the, uh, pretty much do the homework or take the time to sit sit to yourself and you know and to go through whatever it is that you need to go to uh, go through in order to uh, get your perspective, your perspective and your perception to change. Um, something. Sorry, I started stuttering because something crossed my mind. Um, and uh, and it will not come back as of right now. It'll probably end up coming back later on. Um, dang. Well, yeah. I give up because it's gone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like it's because it's something I, something that I was saying. Uh, another thought crossed in my mind. Um, yeah, I don't know. I give up. I give up. Um, most yeah. Overall, just spend time with spend time with God. It's like you know. We don't, a whole lot of people try to fix, we try to fix ourselves, ourselves. It's like, you know, a whole lot of people, you know, her, I'll put that out there. A whole lot of people, you know, we try God as far as, and we'll go to church, but then we don't understand that church is full of people. 
and people be peopling. So because people be peopling, it's like we end up upset at God over the fact that, um, you know, people treat you the way that people are going to treat you. It's just like, you know, so if you end up at the, if you ended up at the wrong church, try church again, but this time pray before you go to a church instead of just saying, you know what, I'm going to go to church. So I'm just going to just happenstance, pick a random church or pick a church that my friend goes to, goes to No, before you do anything, I think, it's, okay, yeah, that's what I wanted to say before you do anything. Take the time to pray. Like there's a scripture that says, you know, in everything, acknowledge, uh, acknowledge me and acknowledge me in all your ways. Um, you know, and then seek ye first the kingdom of God. Um, and, and the, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. All the things that will be added to you is all the things that you need in order to make uh, to make sure you have the proper perspective on yourself and the proper perspective on other people. Because uh, like Nevaeh said, you know, she you know, whenever she, you know, something was done, it got to the point where she, before she acted, she started taking the time to think and taking the time to reflect before she went forth in, you know, acting or speaking and anything like that. So that's pretty much, you know, what we do, what we can do in moments. It's like, you know, if just because something happened to you that might've been spontaneous and something that just might've happened out of the middle of nowhere, it's like, you still have the opportunity. You don't, it's not something that demands your attention ASAP. It's like, you can take the time to stop and think and dwell on it. And be like, Hey, Whoa, I don't like the way that this is making me feel. I don't like the way that this is happening. So God protect my heart from anything that might be trying to uh, enter into my mind right now. Anything that might be trying to enter my heart right now, or anything that might be trying to change who it is that I am, uh, or change, yeah, change, change me in any type of negative, uh, negative light or negative perspective. And he will. It's like, you know, because we often, as again, we try to sit there and try to handle everything in our own strength and our own power, not realizing that, Hey, God's there for a reason. And then on top of that, you know, we have the Holy Spirit for a reason. It's like, so why not do something different? And instead of trying to change things on your own power to change, to allow him to help you you know, reach that, reach that goal that you might be trying to reach. So, you know, take the moment, take the time, pause. You know what? I'm going to give you an answer later because I'm going to have to take some time on this. I'm going to have to think about this. I'm going to have to dwell on this. It's like, because then something else is don't allow people to, uh, expedite your, expedite your answer. Because a whole lot of people will sit there and be like, well, how come you're not saying nothing? How come you're not talking back? Oh, you must not care. Oh, you must not. Blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. And no, it's like, no, it's like, you know, for some people, you know, processing things takes a little time. And But the thing is, the, the more you practice, the more it'll become more easier. So because you've, you know, sat there and practiced patience or practice to, you know, sit and allow, uh, sit and allow your mind to, you know, process things or to pray first. It's like then once things end up trying to come back, then you'll be like, all right, you know what? I recognize the situation. I know what the situation is trying to do. So because of that, I already know what I need to do in order to uh, to knock off, you know, this attack on my heart type situation. Because, you know, it's very much possible. It's very much possible for for you to pretty much implicate all the all the things that need to be done in order for things to change in your life. And that's going towards how you see yourself and how you see other people, because as long as you continue to just pretty much allow yourself to dwell in the way that the world has created you to see people and the way that the world has created you to see yourself, then that's how you'll always live. And that's how you'll always be. But there is a way out. 
and there is a way a way to healing and a way to maturity and a way to uh, a way to growth and that way only comes by making sure that, or spending time with God and allowing God to do the maturing uh, within you because a whole lot of people you know we think that we come to a, a place of maturity and growth in ourselves not realizing that the whole entire time it was God's work and the way that you know because maturity only comes whenever we take the time to be to ourselves so it's like who's to say that in those moments that you was by yourself that it wasn't the Holy Spirit leading your thoughts in order to get you to uh, change the way that you were thinking as or changing the way that you see yourself it's like because you can't you're not gonna ever that's why we've got people that are older than me I'm about, I'm about to be 36 and we've got people older than me people that are my age that all I thought that person just ran away like, that um sorry <laughs> there's people that um they they got they they're still stuck in a um immature mindset or might be locked in a place to where they're still you know they might be 45 but they're still mentally you know 23 type you know type thing so it's like or 12 it's like you know because it's like because it goes back to what i was saying previously it's like we people allow moments to end up um dictating us our future so anytime those moments happen take the time to yourself and be like you know what this just happened to me i need to process the way that this just went about and then start looking at the looking at it everything look at or spread that situation circumstances moment out on the table and start navigating through how is it that you feel how is it making you feel how can this change how i see myself and how can it how can this end up changing how I see other people? Because that's all anything, anything and everything that ends up happening, happening to us in life is an opportunity for us to change our perspective in either for the good or for the bad. But majority of the time we do it for the bad. <laughs> so make sure we make sure you take the time to table whatever is happening. So that way you can sit there and navigate properly instead of rushing to a conclusion. Um, on how to properly navigate through your situations and circumstances. And I think my mind is empty. Uh, yeah. Do you have any final thoughts? Or I do have a thought, actually. Well, here you go. <laughs> um, you were saying something about Holy Spirit being there to help you and, like, uh, give you the thoughts to like better your situation something something you said like that yes. and then i kind of was like oh help yeah a lot of people aka me uh me a couple years ago uh i would confuse the word help with do it for me and when people weren't doing it for me i would get in my feelings and be like all right well god not talking to y'all god not talking to me i'm done it's so it's over with. i'm gonna go do what i want to do help and doing it for you is two different things. The people that God has in your life to help you are there to push you in the right direction and give you confirmation, but not necessarily give you confirmation as in like they're the only person who could give you confirmation. Holy Spirit's going to tell you first. You got to get to a point where Holy Spirit is going to tell you first. But don't be discouraged when the people around you are not doing it for you and you're confusing it with help. And I'm talking to me. First and foremost, because it's got to minister to you before it minister to anybody else. But <laughs> don't get confused with doing it for you and help. Help is there to help. You're not going to get to where you need to go if you are 
like want other people to push you there for yourself you gotta do the work faith have feet and feet walk okay so take that and marinate it and throw it on the grill because I'm hungry here you go <laughs> a good point Good point. Um, yeah, my mind's still blank. Um, I think that might be it for this, for this, this, this. Well, shoot, today, this week, whatever, however you want to view it. Um, I think that might be it. It's like you know, it at first one accept the help that you know of people pushing you in the right direction. And then don't uh, reject the help of people put, trying to push you in the right direction. Because God oftentimes puts people in your life that can, that can see where it is that God is trying to put you. And then at the same time, where it is that God has you currently. And at the same time, they know how to help you navigate through where it is that you are. So, you know, don't neglect the help. Accept the help. and But then at the same time, do the work. So that way, you know, because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you'll be you'll you'll view yourself in a whole more positive light when you uh, when you can sit there and take a look back at how it is that you ended up making it through. It's like, you know what? I did the work. You know what? I do have the strength to, you know, overcome and the strength to you know pull through. And, you know, because there's a scripture that another scripture pops in my mind. It's just like, you know, in our weakness, his strength is made uh is his strength is made perfect so it's just like you know and your weakness is saying yes i need help your weakness is saying yes i can't do this on my own your weakness is saying you know what i noticed that there's this about me and i need i need you know the assistance of other people to help push me in the right direction so that way you know i can change and that's for your perspective that's for your heart that's for you know all all across the board so it's very much possible for for you to do but you have to be willing to do the work and then don't be don't get don't let uh, don't allow your frustration to stop you in your uh, in your progression to uh, get into that healed place because, you know, frustration will definitely come up. Frustration will definitely be there. But at the same time, push past your frustration. Because once you get to that point of realization of, hey, you know what? I actually did. Are we the first ones here? Amen. You know what? I actually did, you know, make it through and push through. Then you know what? Then you'll end up finding out that you have the ammo to give to somebody else to help them make it through their situation and to allow their you know, perspective and their perception on themselves and other people to end up changing as well. So until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, and all the viewers and good people, this is Nevea. Say bye. Bye. <laughs> and myself signing off until the next episode. A Dr. Dre song popped in my head. That's all right. That's fine. <laughs> Goodbye, people.